Welcome to The First Draft Club, a podcast to help you write your book with joy, clarity, and maybe a few coffee stains. If you're working on a novel or a memoir, whether you haven't written creatively since seventh grade English or you have an MFA in creative writing, this podcast is for you. I am here to help you fight through resistance and finish your draft. I'm Mary Atkins. You can find my three novels, When You Read This, Privilege, and Palm Beach, at your favorite bookstore. If you live in Nashville, you might run into me at the local farmer's market on a Saturday morning. I'll be the one chasing the four-year-old who's just stolen the bell that signals the start of the market. That is a true story. (laughs) Each episode of this podcast, I will be tackling a hot writing topic from how to write when you aren't inspired to how to get a literary agent. I'll share my strategies for tackling questions and problems that all authors face as we make our way to the final page. Each episode is short. We get in and we get out so you can get back to your life and your writing. And this season, you can check out the video versions of my podcast episodes on my YouTube channel. So if you want to watch, just go to the episode description where you'll find the link to my channel. Have you gotten my free training on how to write your dream book with a full-time job and a life? I want to send it to you. If you're working on a novel or memoir, this one-hour training will change your writing life. And I really mean that. I'm not being hyperbolic. Just go to thebookincubator.com to apply for my program, The Book Incubator. The application is only two questions plus your contact information. And if you're accepted, I'll send you the free training along with information on the program with no obligation to enroll. You get the free training walking you through my process of writing a book no matter what. And you will love it. Trust me. So go to thebookincubator.com. It takes less than five minutes and will be well worth your time. Okay, with that, let's get to the episode. On today's episode, I want to share five things that no one tells you about becoming a published author. In other words, things that surprised me after publication. I published three novels over the last few years, which I'm, you know, not going to lie, was was a dream come true in many ways. I mean, sometimes people ask me what it's like to see, you know, your book on shelves when you walk into Barnes and Noble or your local bookstore and it's amazing, you know, it's great. It it feels really fantastic. But there are a few surprises that you may not expect because I I didn't. So, I'm going to share those with you today in this episode. The first surprise is that revision never stops. So, you know, weirdly, you're not going to feel done with your book even after it gets published, if you're like me. I imagine somewhere out there, there's an author who feels truly um, completed, like they've they've truly completed their book after publication, but um, maybe not. Maybe no one actually does. And if you're wondering what I mean by this, I, I don't mean that you're allowed to keep making changes to the manuscript after it's gone to print as, and is in bookstores. Um, that's not something that's done, even when you have additional print runs, unless there's an egregious typo or something that needs to change. Uh, you, you are not invited to continue revising your manuscript. That would not <laughs> that would not be logistically feasible for your publisher. But what I mean is that as the author, you don't feel like it's 
done. If, if you had the opportunity to keep revising, you probably would. You certainly feel like it could still be better. Now, what does this look like? For me, it means that when I'm doing book events and I'm reading from my, from my newly published book, I'm pretty much never reading the exact words that are on the page. I mean, obviously, I, I mostly am. It's like maybe 95% of what I'm saying is on the page. But I'm also still kind of editing as I go. I'm making little adjustments because there are things that if I were still working on the book, I would probably still be changing. So as I'm reading the words aloud, I'm reading what I would edit them to be if I had the ability to keep revising. So that was kind of a surprise and a funny thing that I sometimes like to share with, with aspiring published authors. All right, the second surprise is that you can sell your next book on a proposal. Okay, something I didn't know is that when you when you get your your really long book contract, your first book contract that is pages and pages long, a lot of legal jargon, uh, this contract will lay out the rights that you are selling to your publisher. And of course, the money that you are going to receive in exchange for offering up these rights. Typically, this contract includes a provision that says your publisher gets the right to make you the first offer on your next book. And the cool thing is that that book is not something you have to write before your publisher makes this offer. You essentially just describe it. You write a synopsis or a proposal for it. The proposal is often a synopsis coupled with a couple of sample chapters. And the publisher will then be able to say, hey, here's how much we are willing to offer you. Here's, here's the advance size that we are willing to offer you for this book so that you can write it. Now, you don't have to take that offer. Again, this is just a, I obviously cannot tell you what will what exact term will be in your own book contract, but I'm just telling you about mine. And I know that this is fairly typical. This is a pretty standard contract would be that there would, would be this provision saying that you, you know, you, uh, give the publisher the right to make the first offer. But if, if it's the kind of term that I'm talking about, you would not have to take that offer. You can walk away from it. So all you're really signing away is the, is the ability for them to give you that first offer before you approach any other publishers. In other words, you're saying, listen, we, we've had this good relationship with this book already, this first book. For my next one, I agree to come to you first. I agree to give you the first shot to buy it from me. Now, again, the upside of this is that you now don't need to write the book before getting the book deal. This is a, you know, this is this is very much unlike your first book deal if you're a fiction writer. So for a fiction writer, um, almost always you're going to have to write the entire novel in order to get your first book deal. I don't know anyone who's gotten a book deal with an unwritten novel or one they've written a proposal for when it's their first book. But after that first book, both of my second novels were sold on proposal. Now, yes, this is great. Um, you know, it's, it's cool in all the ways you can probably guess. It's a kind of assurance that your book is going to come out. You obviously get the benefit of, of getting your um, 
a portion of your advance, which is paid in three equal installments typically. You get a portion of that advance right away before you've even written the book. But it's also a different kind of pressure. Uh, it was it was really different for me to be working on a book that I knew people were going to read. You know, it, it's, and, and you may hear that and think, oh, there's no way that's, the, you know, like, cry me big tears like that's a champagne problem and i i agree i'm i'm not complaining about it but i was surprised by how intense the pressure was just in a different way with the first book before i ever had a book deal the pressure was like will anyone ever want to read this will this be good enough for anyone to want to publish and then for my second and third novels it was more um you know this is going to come out. People are going to read this. And so I need to make sure I don't embarrass myself. Like, what if I do a bad job? It's almost like, you know, it's going to happen. And that is that that just comes with a very different kind of pressure, which for me was equally intense. Um, it, it still manifested in resistance and, in, um, you know, in equally challenging ways to my first book. The third surprise is that you don't get your book advance all at once. And I mentioned this a second ago, so let me elaborate on this. An advance is money that the publisher is paying you um, for, the, for the rights to your book. And the reason it's called an advance is because it's, it's considered an advance on your royalties or the part that you, know, you earn on your book sales. But the reason it's cool is that in most book contracts, the advance is guaranteed regardless of how many copies your book sells or doesn't sell. So if you get a big advance and your book flops, you don't have to give that money back just because you, you don't you know, earn it in royalties. As authors, we like advance money because it's guaranteed income. I mean, with the caveat of, you know, as long as we do our job and we we turn in the book. We, we actually write a manuscript and submit it to our publisher. Now, um, something that surprises people sometimes is that this standard advance amount, which is specified in your contract, is not paid to you all at once. It's called an advance, but it's actually paid out in three installments. Um, again, all contracts can theoretically look different, but this is pretty standard across the industry. These three payments are in equal parts. You get one third when you sign the book contract as soon as you get the book deal. You get the second third when you have completely finished working on the draft with your editor and it's good to go, meaning your editor signs off on it and it goes to production. It goes to the, the part of the publisher who's going to like lay out the pages and get it ready to go to print. And the third, uh, the final third, you get when your book hits shelves. So on your publication day or, or right around there. Hey, before I go on, I just want to interrupt myself to say that if you are loving this podcast, you can find a lot more where this came from on my YouTube channel, which is linked to in the episode notes of this episode. You can also learn about working with me on your book by going to thebookincubator.com. Okay, back to the episode. All right, the fourth surprise is that other rights can sell at any time. So what do I mean by other rights? Your first standard book deal will typically include the right for the publisher to publish your book in a certain territory typically the territory where you live. Um, you know, it could be 
the United States or all of North America. Or occasionally it'll be worldwide rights. So, you know, it will depend on the contract, but no matter what, your contract will specify a territory. It could be the whole world, could be a country. Mine is in North America, but often that leaves a lot of rights on the table in other countries. Your book contract will also typically not include rights involving things like turning your book into a movie or a miniseries. So your book deal in your own country isn't the only opportunity to make money on your book. And it's not um, typically covering all of the rights that are potentially associated with your book. These other rights can still be handled by your same literary agent, by the way, often, um, depending on the nature of that relationship and what that agent is comfortable doing. And they can be handled on their own timeline. So it doesn't have to be right when you sell your, uh, your book to a publisher to publish, you know, the, to publish the, um, the book version of it in a certain territory. In my case, months after my book has come out, um, at different times, I've gotten calls from my agent about someone wanting to buy it in another country or people being interested in the movie rights. You know, Sweden is interested in publishing your book or someone wants to turn this into a miniseries. So there are a lot more opportunities out there and they can kind of pop up at any time. The fifth and final surprise that I want to share with you is a little more serious than the others. It's a little more existential. And that is that your book is not going to change who you are. Um, this is one that this this one's a little more personal than the others, because to be completely honest, this was um, a little bit of a of a hard one for me. Yes, publishing a book was a dream come true, but if you are struggling with self esteem or struggling to you know, like or respect yourself before you publish a book, publishing a book isn't going to change that. And it's a harsh truth, but I think it's an important one. Um, I do feel like I kind of learned this the hard way. I was putting a lot of stock into my book coming out. And in, in some ways, I had started to base my self-esteem on that. I got so excited about it when I got my book deal that I was really looking ahead to that milestone and putting a lot of stock in it. So if you do the work to respect yourself outside of getting a book deal, you know, to have confidence apart from that external affirmation, and I know this is, this is way easier said than done. Um, if you can do that, I, I encourage you to try because you will be glad that you did it and you will enjoy this massive achievement of publication when it does happen if you aren't relying on it to feel good about yourself. And that's it for this week's episode. I hope this was helpful. See you next week. If you're still listening, I'm guessing that you're writing a book or want to write a book. And if so, I want to hear from you. Because when I'm not writing, my mission in life is to help writers write their dream books. I love it. I live for it. Because before I published my novels, I first had to figure out how to write one, and this wasn't easy because none of the writing classes I had taken had shown me how to actually write a novel. It wasn't until I had a newborn at home and only a little bit of time to write every day that I came up with a process. And that process worked. I wrote my entire novel during my eight-week maternity leave. Now I teach that process in my program, The Book Incubator, and it has worked for dozens of other writers. 
If you're curious to know more and to see if maybe this is the right fit for you, I have a free video walking you through my process for writing a book, and you can get it by going to thebookincubator.com and just telling me a little bit about yourself and what you're looking for. So go to thebookincubator.com, fill out the short form, and you'll hear from me within 72 hours. Happy writing. Thanks for listening and see you next week.